Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. What up, Talking Fight fans? Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Friday Night Panel with me. <laughs> Usually I'm joined by a bunch of people, but some uh, we got some people running late. So I thought I'd just get it started off here and uh, run down on these fights that are happening this weekend, guys. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Not only do we have Devin Haney. And Cambosis Jr. fighting. We got Steve Fulton in action. We got Kenichi Ogawa in action. Uh, and these cards are gearing up to look like it's going to be a lot of fun, man, this weekend for all these fights. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to run down on all these cards uh, while I'm waiting for the other guys to come and join me. And if they don't come and join me by the end of it, then I guess, uh, you know, the Friday night panel was all me and only me today. And... Uh, just bear with me, guys. You're just going to hear me ramble on a lot like I do. You know I do. So here it is, man. All right. First up, guys, we have Ogawa and Cordona squaring off at Motor Point Arena in Cardiff, Wales, June the 4th, guys. Uh, you know, Joe Cordona will challenge Kenichi Ogawa for the IBF Super Featherweight World title. Uh, you know, this is a great fight, man. Uh, I do like both these kids. Uh, Welshman Cordona, who's 14-0 with AKOs, a former British and Commonwealth champion at lightweight, dropped down, do dropped down in weight to Super Feather after handing his uh, count <laughs> his counterpart, uh, Gavin Gwen, uh, a first loss at the OT Arena in August of 2019. The Welsh Wizard uh, captured the WBA Continental 130-pound title against Mexico's Mario Enrique Tinoco at the Casino de Monte Carlo in November of 2019 before suffering a hand injury that kept him out of the ring throughout 2020. So now he's determined to make up for lost time. The now 30-year-old stacked up three wins in an active 2021, including a stunning first-round knockout victory over Chicago's Joshua Hernandez at Matchroom Fight Camp in the summer, if you guys can remember. Uh, you know, and now sits at number three at the Super Featherweight with the IBF. And then we have Japan's Ogawa, who's 26-1 and 1 with 18 KOs. Claimed the vacant red and gold 130 world title by overpowering the dangerous Fuzili in a wide points decision at the Hulu Theater in Madison Square Garden, New York, last November, dropping the South African in rounds 5 and 12. Uh, the 34-year-old from Tokyo is on the hunt for unification fights and represents a sizable step-up in class for Rio 2016 Olympian Cordona. Having only tested defeat once in 29 professional votes, a stoppage loss at the hands of Mayoshia at um, uh, what was it? Corican Hall back in August of 2012. Um, you know, uh, and then guys on this undercard, we got Manchester's Zelfa Barrett. Um, definitely like watching this kid fight, man. 27 to one with 16 KOs. He is ranked number two with the IBF, and uh, he's looking to him build. Uh, you know, he's looking to build on his impressive win over Australia's Bruno Tamaril. Uh, on the Parker versus Chizora 2 undercard when he challenges European super featherweight uh, Kurbanov, 
who's 19 three with three knockouts, a former opponent of Cordona. Um, so guys, I'm, I'm, I can't wait for this one. This one's looking like it's really good. Um, you know, we also got some great guys on this undercard. Uh, we have, you know, Dalton Smith is taking on Jose Lopez in a super light match. Uh, we got Sky Nicholson taking on Gabriela Bouvet uh, for the women's feather. And then we have Gamal Yaffe versus, uh, I believe it is uh, Sean Karens. And uh, then we got some guys that are up and coming here, you know, as well. Joe Morgan, 3-0. Ben Crocker, 3-0. Uh, we have a debut of, Mon Mon I guess it's Monique Bo. And uh, Kryan Jones. Uh, so we got some good kids coming up on this undercard. And this one gets off underway very early, guys. Uh, this one is scheduled for a 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time start. So, guys, set your set your reminders. Definitely going to want to watch this one. Uh, can't wait to see Joe Cordona versus uh, Kenichi Ogawa. It's, uh, it's going to be a great fight. Then in action, we have... On Saturday, June the 4th, we have Steve Fulton, United Unified WBC and WBO Super Bantam World Champion Steve Fulton Jr. will battle former Unified Champion Danny Roman in a matchup between two of the most, the sport's most consistently crowd-pleasing fighters. I was about to say, this is an underrated fight right there. Um, that is an underrated fight that, that people are not talking about it. Even for myself, I knew earlier, I, I remember early on in your week, and then you just reminded me of it now. Like, I'm even yeah. guilty of forgetting about it. Um, but Fulton versus uh, Roman is going to be exciting. Yes. Um, these guys are not household names, like household names, but they're like household names within the boxing, boxing industry. So you guys really need to make sure you pay attention to this fight yeah. right here. Which, uh, which, um, which which card is that on? What uh, and what these guys? Are, these guys these guys are headlining. This is a Showtime card. Uh, this one gets underway 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So guys, be on the lookout for this one. This really is a underrated fight. Uh, we you know born and raised in West Philadelphia. <laughs> I, the Fresh Prince song just went in my head as I said that. <laughs> but yes. We have Steve Fulton <laughs> in West Philadelphia. Born and raised. Exactly, exactly. Yo, we got to calm down. We might oil, we might have to owe royalties or something if we start singing. <laughs> copyrighted for that. Yeah, exactly. But, yo, Steve Fulton, who's 20 and 0 with AKOs, faced an impressive competition while rising up the 122-pound rankings to earn the opportunity that saw him become world champion and eventually unified champion. In his last 14 fights, the 27-year-old has beaten eight previously undefeated fighters. After taking the title from Angelo Leo in January of 2021, he edged out Brandon Figueroa in November to unify titles in one of the year's best and most action-packed fights. Uh, trained in his hometown and uh, by coach Wahid Rockman, um, who is Fulton, has displayed a sublime boxing skills that have allowed him to dominate opponents of varying styles and control fights from start to finish. Um, then, you know, ranked in the top five by the WBC, WBO, and IBF, Roman, who's 28-3-1 with 10 KOs, will have a chance to regain his unified 122-pound championship. Um, you know, this 31-year-old from Los Angeles has won back-to-back -back fights, earning unanimous decision victories over... Juan Carlos 
and uh, Ricardo Espinosa Franco in May of 2021. Rowan first became world champion in 2017, where he stopped uh, Shun Kubo for the WBA title. Roman will go on to unify titles by beating TJ Donny uh, for his IBF strap in 2019 before losing a narrow split decision to uh, Al uh, Alkamedov uh, in January of 2020. And then we have now based in Minneapolis, Morel, if you guys know, uh, 6-0, 5 KOs, has, sh has shown off the, um, you know, the way he's talented, man, with the 6-0s, you know, and 5 KOs that made him a standout in Cuba's iconic amateur scene. Since arriving stateside in 2019, the 24-year-old has captured an interim title by dominating then unbeaten Lennox Allen in August of 2020. Morel, who trains in Texas with renowned coach Ronnie Shields, uh, thrilled the crowd at the Armory in his adopted hometown twice in 2021. Uh, he stopped the previously unbeaten Mario uh, Cesares uh, in one round in June before dominating veteran contender uh, Altenz Fox uh, on his way to the fourth round stoppage in December. Uh, then we got the 31-year-old Hernandez, who's 15-1-1 with 11 KOs, has won three of his last four bouts, including three stoppage victories in 2021. He's a native of Fort Worth, Texas. Henderson bounced back from a decision loss against unbeaten Isaiah Steen to stop Robert Burwell in his most recent outing in October. Henderson turned pro in 2016, uh, winning his first 12 bouts before a majority draw against Polana in December of 2019. Uh, so this is uh, – I'm liking this one, man. I'm liking this. You know – Steve Fulton, very underrated. Uh, Daniel Roman, underrated. Nobody's really talking about this, man. You know, and then we got David Morrell taking on Calvin Henderson. Uh, this is a great card as well. We got some very young up-and-comers here, man. There's a bunch. We got Jose Sanchez. We got Beck. Um, I, honestly, I don't, I don't even know how to pronounce this one. <laughs> I'm really bad at this one. Nirmag, Nirmagenbent. Uh, he's 6-0, taking on Kalen Wheeler. Uh, another one to watch out for on this one is Trayvon Marshall. Trayvon Marshall is taking on Marcus Washington. Trayvon Marshall's 5-0, looking to keep his unbeaten record. And then, uh, you know, we got Malik Warren in here as well, who's looking to stay undefeated. So, guys, there's a lot of good up-and-comers on this card that we get to watch. We definitely are going to have a lot of fun with this one. Ray, what's up, brother? Welcome. 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 Thank you very much. How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. I can't. I can't complain. We got lots of fights to watch this weekend. Which, which yeah, fight um, are you most looking forward to this weekend, right? Um, probably. Uh, I mean, you just touched on it. The Roman um, Stephen Fulton fight is going to be a cracking fight. Oh uh, yes, I think, I think the winner. I think the winner that, of that yeah. fight has to take on the the Uzbek MJ, uh, MJ. Sorry to to see who's going to be the best um, super bantamweight in the world. Um, the lightweight fight. On Sunday, it's going to be on Sunday in the UK. That's intriguing. Cambosas and Haney. Um, oh, yeah. It's an interesting fight for Joe Cordina as well. Let's see if he can win a world title in Wales. Um, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing David Morell as well. Um, super middleweight. Um, this guy's got a lot of um, a lot of hype. Uh, a lot of good people who know the boxing talking about him. So there's plenty of good fights to be looking for this weekend. Definitely. 
Definitely. I just hope they don't clash at the same time, like the main events are, because some because some of these cards, like there's, we're looking forward to a lot of the, the 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 undercard fights too. It's not just the main events. So, it's the only thing I'm worried about, man. I just obviously these promoters don't really care to work with each other. But I, w- I wish they would at least work with each other as far as scheduling. Like, don't schedule your friggin' two like big fights on the same friggin' night, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that, that, that's that's the one thing about being a boxing fan. It's not like. Uh, following basketball or baseball or American football or soccer where you're guaranteed to see your team every week. You know, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. wait six months to see a boxer and you find out he's fighting on the same night yeah. as your other favorite boxer. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. picking between the two children. You know what I mean? Which one do you like <laughs> uh, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's one of those, isn't it? It's one of those. But I guess this is where um, satellite TV comes into play. Um, you can record one guy um, you can catch another guy on a stream and then catch another guy on YouTube. Yeah. That's that's what you're gonna have to do. You know, you're just gonna have to be smart. <laughs> <about it. laughs> definitely, definitely. I've got my recorder already set. I got my laptop out and I'll have my cell phone, so I'm not missing any of the action that's gonna happen this weekend for sure. Um, yeah, let's talk about the Cambosis uh Devin Haney, man. This is a great one. Uh Cambosis, he was born and raised in Sydney, returns to the friendly down under, confines for the most significant boxing match. In Australian history, event organizers hope to break the Australian attendance record of 51,026 set by the 2017 Manny Pacquiao-Jeff Horn super fight in Brisbane. Uh, Cam Lewis, we all know, of Greek descent. And so wait, this, 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 this crowd is breaking the Pacquiao and, and the Horn record? That's what they're hoping. They're hoping that the 51,026 that was set oh, by 50. that fight is going to be broken by this one coming. You know, this one's promoted by, by DeBella Entertainment, Ferocious Promotions, Top Rank, Devin Haney Promotions, and Duco Events, NTEG Sport. Wow. Like, how many friggin', how many promoters can you have on one deal? You know what I mean? Devin Haney Promotions recently entered into a multi-fight co-promotional pack with DeBella Entertainment and Top Rank. So, this Here, one's got, this one's got a lot of hands there. Here's a question, um, well, for both of you guys, actually. Mike, what time is it? Is this is it going to be regular time for us? And Ray, what time is it going to be for for you guys? The, the Haney fight. Uh, four four o'clock Sunday morning. Um, Jesus. Great. So, but but then again, that's that's what time that's what time the American fights are. So, yeah. Uh, if there's a big fight in America, it usually comes on in the UK about anywhere between three in the morning and and uh, five wow, in the morning. Man. You the UK, you got to be a dedicated boxing fan to be. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that, I think the the way this is this is this is going on, it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be the middle the middle of the the day for the Australians or like in the afternoon. I think because um, what the for, thing us, that I, for us it's nine p.m. Eastern. Okay, so nine yeah. p.m. But so the, they're they're probably going to walk out probably about ten thirty eleven then. Yeah, uh, I think it's set. Uh, they, they say that it should be around. Should be around eleven o'clock. Yeah, main event ring walks, approximately eleven p.m. Eastern. So, is isn't that standard for you guys though? Yeah, yeah, that's that's standard. It's not nine or It's 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 the same for us in the UK. It's it's no different from what we would usually see if we were watching a big American fight. The only difference is in Australia, but time wise, you know, it's um, it's no different really. Yeah, no, no, it's not. Um, I'm I'm. I can't wait. Uh, there's some good fights on this undercard, too. Uh, you know, Jason Maloney, I've been following this kid. Junior Fa, 
Another kid to look out yeah, for. Yeah, Andrew Maloney's fighting as well. Um, Those are number. the twins? Those are the twins? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how those guys get on. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how the Maloney boys get on. And Junior Farr, I'm not too... I'm, I'll be honest with you guys, I can get up for that one because he's fighting Lucas Brown and Lucas Brown he's for that finish. Um, yeah, Luke, Lucas Brown is 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 a great a great fighter. I, 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 I don't think he's gotten any more, Mike. I don't think he's gotten any more. If I'm being honest with you, he's had some yeah. heavy heavy losses, and um, I just I just don't think he's gotten any more. And Junior Fall didn't impress me against uh, Joseph Parker, um, so I'm, it's not a fight that fills me with a lot of anticipation and and intrigue. Um, but I want to see how the Maloney boys are getting on. I think um, they're an interesting division. Um, both of those guys, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to those fights. Um, before, we, before before we continue, saying what up to Bone Kiki in the chat. I was about to ask you who you got, Haney or Cambosis. Says you said Haney time, so I guess you're going for Haney. But what I want to know, well, let's go through this undercard first, and then get back to the main event because yeah. I want to know specifically how how you how you're predicting the fight's going to go, not just winner or loser. But let's get into a little bit of details after all we right, go through the undercard. Well. I want to tell you who I'm who I'm looking forward to on this undercard man has to be uh Hemi Ahio. Uh if you guys don't know about him, he's 18 and 0, man. Uh I've watched this guy for a little while. He's from New Zealand, he's 31. Uh this guy packs a nice punch, man. 18 and 0, 13 knockouts, taking on I, I don't even know Christian Christian I don't even know how to pronounce it, man. <laughs> Tsoy. T S O Y E Tsoy. I guess I guess that how that's how it's spelled. This is a good one, man. I like this kid. Hemi Ahio, he packs a punch, man. He definitely can uh, knock some people out. He's exciting to watch. Um, I'm excited for that one. Also, our uh, our friend, man, our friend that we've uh, interviewed many, many times is going to be on this one, uh, who we talk to a lot, and that's uh, Amari Jones, man. Amari Jones is uh, taking on Huda, and uh, he's looking to stay undefeated, man, 5-0, and looking to improve, and uh, he's very exciting to watch as well. And then we got a bunch of debuts on this one. So I definitely will be watching this one from start to finish. Uh, just watching these prospects up and coming, man. But let's go back to it. Let's talk. Let's let's dive into depth about this Cambosis. Can't hear you. My bad. I was about to say, and mo- most of these prospects we've uh, we featured on on uh, Knuckle Up on at the every, every day at four o'clock. So yes. Um. So um, I guess I'll just go first real quick. Um. Even though he's going into foreign territory with fifty thousand people in attendance, yeah, um, I'm going with Haney by unanimous decision. But I think is gonna, even though he's gonna win unanimous, but it's gonna be closer than 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 the scorecards look because it's gonna be close close rounds. And I, but I, they're gonna be a lot of close rounds. But but I believe Haney will win those close rounds. Here's a big one. I'm predicting Haney will get dropped. I'm predicting Haney will get dropped, but he will still be able to to, to get up and finish the fight strong. Wow. Kind of like uh, Fury versus Wilder. Um, so that's my prediction. You, uh, uh, Haney by unanimous, close rounds. Haney will get dropped, but still get up and finish finish the round strong. What are, what are you predicting, Ray? I'm going for Cambosis. Um I think Devin Haney's going to need a, a terrific uh, pinpoint strong jab to keep the pressure off. Um, Cambosis Jr. is cautious. 
That's his nickname. He's quick. He's got the power. Um, he falls on the inside. Uh, Devin Haney doesn't like inside fighting. Um, and what you've got to remember as well is styles make fights. That's right. Styles make fights, and I think people forget that. I think what what the other thing to look at is, as a general rule of thumb, it's not always the truth, but as a general rule of thumb, pressure fighters tend to do well against boxers because boxers don't have the power to keep them off. Right. I can't see Devin Haney having the power to keep Cambosas off. I think he'll struggle. I think he's going to need a lot of lateral movement, and he's going to a job which is also is offensive as well as defensive. And what I mean by that is his jab's got to be able to keep Cambosas off, make yeah. Cambosas reset, but also to defend himself from the, the barrels and attacks he's going to be under, he's got to be able to pump out a jab as well in twos and threes and then work off the back back of that jab. If he can do that successfully, then yeah, you could argue he wins the fight. I just can't see him doing it. Um, I, I looked, I mean, I mean, people talk about the Giorgio Diaz fight, etc. but when you look at it properly, Giorgio Diaz isn't on the scene like Cambosis is. I'm not saying Cambosis is the next up and coming. I just think that he is a class above. I saw him against Lee Selby and I saw him against previous fight. I think he's a better fighter than Giorgio Diaz. Um, I think he's a better fight than what he's been given credit for. So it wouldn't su surprise me if Cambosis wins his fight. Mike, before you say your thing, just real quick on that. Um, Ray, you're exactly right. That, that pressure fighters do good against boxers because boxers have a tough time keeping those pressure yeah. fighters off them. Yeah. If you don't have the skills to keep that pressure fighter off you, right? Like you said, uh, um, you bet you, you hate Haney better make sure his jab is, is well and working. Um, pumping it at different tempos, a hard jab, a, a, a fast jab to mix it up. So George Cambosa just, just doesn't have the confidence to just walk him down. Go ahead, Mike. That's, 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 exa that's exactly right, Cedric. And, and that's why you're the coach on the show, you know? Um, <laughs> because at the, end, at the end of the day, if, if Haney's jab is less than 10 out of 10, he's going to have yeah. problems. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, although he's a physically bigger guy as well, don't forget he's a physically bigger guy in this fight. Campos' junior is going to be able to see those jabs coming. He get those jabs pretty good. Um, so it's an intriguing matchup. But um, yeah, I like I let Mike finish off. Yeah, honestly, um, I like Campos. I'm I'm with you, Ray. Uh, I don't believe Haney has the power to stop him. Uh, and, I, and yeah, he definitely needs to uh, have a ten out of ten jab all night long just to keep him off. Um, also, got to take into consideration. Is Devin is Devin in the right place headwise? His father's not there with him. Uh, yes, yes, no, no, no. His dad got the got the visa visa like just a couple of hours ago. Yeah, okay, yeah, so, two or three hours ago, two or three hours ago, he got the he got the visa, so he's going to be there in time. Yeah, okay, so well, that's a, that's the listen. That's a for this that whole situation helped Kaney because he went over there thinking like already with the mentality like, okay, my dad's not here. I got to be even more focused. Da, da, da. So he was already in that mentality. Now his dad's gonna be there. Now he's even more confident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're exactly, Mike. You're exactly right. He doesn't. He. I don't. He doesn't have the power to knock out yeah. Cambosis. That's why I said uh, um, unanimous decision. But I believe. I just believe you guys might be right too. You know, we don't. We don't know what's gonna happen. But I, well, I just believe we'll see tomorrow starting at nine p.m. Eastern, won't we? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Honestly, I'm with you, Ray. Uh, I'm saying, yo, Cambosis can't sleep on this kid, man. He's ferocious. He definitely has the tools in his repertoire. 
to hand anybody a loss that stands in front of him. Uh, honestly, Haney just doesn't have the power to put him away, and that's what you're going to need to to pull out a W here. Honestly, yeah. I, to pull out the W, you need to stop him. If it's going the distance, I'm giving it to Cambosis for sure, man. The only way that Haney's coming through with the victory here is knocking him out and, and finishing the fight. So, uh, you know, I'm saying Cambosis. Junior, I like watching this kid. You heard it here. We'll see. We'll see tomorrow, won't we, Cedric? Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys want to touch on any of the other cards going on here? Or? Um, real quick. Um, is is Donera in any way this weekend too? That is on the seventh, guys. Uh, on I Tuesday, that. I isn't it? Yeah, I was going to bring that on up. Tuesday. Last. Well, listen, and it's also five a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Yes, you heard that right. So June 7th, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Inui and Donair 2. Uh, this one's this one's gonna be a good one, man. Um, honestly, Inui Donair will meet in a title unification rematch Tuesday. Um, this one's good, man. It's in Japan. Inui and Donair first fought in November of 2019. And uh, yeah, we know what's going on here. This one uh, in, in, in a way in a way is what 22 and 0, 19 KOs. You know, three-weight world champion, won the WBC light flyweight title in April 2014 and ascended to pound-for-pound pound, uh, prominence with dominant runs at junior bantam and bantamweight. And at one point, Inui had a championship streak of seven consecutive knockouts against fighters who had never been stopped before. Uh, he joined the bantamweight ranks in May of 2018 with a devastating first-round stoppage over Jamie McDonald. One year later, he knocked out Emmanuel Rodriguez in two rounds to win the IBF world title. And uh, since unifying the IBF and WBA belts uh, versus Donaire, Inouye has knocked out Jason Maloney, uh, uh, Desmarinas, and uh, Dipen. So this one's this one's looking you know good. What it is, Mike? When you read out the facts, you just pump me up. You just get me ready. I just feel <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. so it's a bit like it's a bit like Mike Buffer when Michael Buffer's giving out the introduction. Yeah, and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. All the fight, you know. I just want to do this sort of like you know get ready. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I just get you hyped up, ready for these. Yeah, fights, but you get man. me hyped for that fight because that's a big yeah, fight. Man. That's a. It big is. It fight. is a big fight, man. This is a huge fight. Like, you know, we got Don Air, he's 42 and 6, 39-year-old mm. future Hall of Famer. You know, he won his first world fly, uh, title flyweight in 2007. Experienced a, cre a career rebirth since moving down from featherweight following the decision defeat uh, to Carl Frampton in 2018. Here in stoppages over Ryan Burnett, uh, Stefan Young uh, in his first two bantamweight uh, contests before stepping up to face Inouye. Don Air before showed no ill effects from the 12-round shootout with Inouye. Uh, returning last May to upset uh, Nordine Ubois. I can't even pronounce that one. Sorry, guys. Uh, the only thing I would say about that, that one is the Ryan Burnett when yeah. he was injured. Ryan yeah. Burnett was injured. He, he, his back went and then Donair won. But what I would say about Donair as well is he's going through what we call an Indian summer. Yeah. You know, he's at the latter stages of his career, really. Yes. Um, and he's he's, 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 he's he's had some terrific wins. And when you look back, um, it was only a few years ago he fought Carl Frampton and lost. Yeah. And then look what Donaire's kind of went and done. Um, he's been on a phenomenal run, but I just don't see him beating way who for me is um, a pound-for-pound pound, uh, champion. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think I think you know, he's walking away with this one. Um, yeah. I, I like watching this kid. He truly is the monster. 
you know, his his ability in that ring and the way he puts together his combos, uh, you know, his ring IQ, the angles that he plays, the levels, and then he's just got power, man. He's got power for such mm. a small guy. You know, Inouye's no joke. He's no joke at all. And uh, I think this is going to be a good one. I don't, I, don't, I, th- I don't think it's going the distance. I think no, this one's going to be a stoppage. No, I think um, Inouye's probably, in my opinion, be interesting to see what Cedric says. Um, but he's definitely in, in, in my top five punchers in boxing today. Yeah, definitely. Cedric, what, what do you want to say about this one? You got any, any comments to add? Um, Donaire, I mean, he's he's uh, he's on a nice little run lately doing it for the old guys. Uh, I think he's, what, 39? <laughs> he he's one of the oldest. After George Foreman, I think there's George Foreman. I think he's probably, like, second as far as oldest winning a world championship. So, um you know, we'll see how far he can take this. It's obviously, a big. He already fought. He knew what happened the first time. He lost, obviously, but it was was it close? Can't yeah, it was relatively yeah. close. It was relatively um, close. You got to remember, right, well, uh, I mean, Inoue, Inoue had a broken um, orbital bone. You okay, know. so I'm assuming it's because of the way he's looked lately that got him a second shot at at anyway. Um, yeah. And so I mean, he's got some momentum on his side, but not not uh, not not age and time. So we'll see. You know, Bernard, Bernard, Bernard Hopkins had to learn the hard way when, when it was time, time to quit, right? He was looking good up until that point until he fought Joe Smith. Smith and yeah, and he, he fell out the ring. Yeah, yeah. Swim dive off the side of the ring. <laughs> um, so you don't want that to happen. So it's, it's always, it's always tricky with the older fighters when you're at that 38, 39, mm-hmm. 40 year old range, but you know, you know, you still look at yourself in the mirror and still think you got it. You, you might tell yourself you still got it, but physically you're not sure, you know? <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, his younger brother is uh, is also on this card. Uh, Taku- Takuma Inui is taking on Furusha. Uh, this one's for the WBO Asia Pacific Super Bantam title and the Japanese Super Bantam title. And then also uh, Andy Hiroka, uh, who is undefeated 19-0 in the Super Light, is taking on Shun Akawa. And uh, that's for the Japanese Super Light title. Uh, the rest of the guys on here, uh, you know, they're not really well known. Uh, they are good filler fighters, uh, you know, up and comers, young, young and hungry kids looking to make a name for themselves. So definitely, it's going to be a great card to watch. But really, we're we're looking for the two, you know, the main event and and the co-main is really what we're here for in this one. Uh, you know, the Inouye brothers. That's who's uh, heading this one up. So that's what it's going to be about. And if you guys can wake up at five a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you get to watch it too. <laughs> So we can't forget, Cedric, we need to remember that that fight is going to be included in next week's uh, Knockout of the Week, right? So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's going to go. Right. Guys, you guys want to touch on anything else in, in the boxing world before we get out of here today? Well, That's it for now, man. Just looking forward to this weekend's of fights. I was just going to ask you guys after. just real, real quick, especially yep. you, Cedric, being a coach. What do you guys think of um, Anthony Joshua's move getting Robert Garcia mm. in his corner? Uh, interesting move. Interesting move. Um, I mean, you never know how it's got, how how the fighter's going to respond till the fight happens. Um, I get Robert Garcia. He, he's known to be more of an, I guess, an offensive coach. Um, so I don't know, man. That's that's at all the names. I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting expecting him. Um, Neither was that. So I don't know. I, I really I'm really not sure what to what to make of this. Uh, you know, so sometimes when a fighter loses, 
even though Joshua lost before. But so I don't, I don't know what made him think that he needs a, a coach change now. That's that's the question that I'd want to know from Joshua. Why does he feel now that he needs a coach change when he lost before and had a rematch and, and did very well in that rematch? Well, so I'm just he wondering why he believes he needs a thing now. So I don't know what to I don't know what to think about the, this coach change. I, I I'd like to know more from Joshua why he chose that. Joshua Joshua said that the reason why he's done this is because uh, he was encouraged to ditch his corner team and come up with a new strategy to beat Yusek. Uh, uh, and he admitted he is happy with his new coaches and Garcia's addition has been invaluable to his preparations. But the main thing is a happy fighter is a dangerous fighter and he's in a good place. Uh, Garcia is actually here now and we, you know, and he's said they're just working on a few things. It's not about changing style as such. Uh, Garcia's, uh, Garcia's style um, must, you know, might be a crouch down, bob and weave, but he's a six foot heavyweight. You know, so he's he's he wants to try a different style. He wants to mix it up, and you know, I don't know the drastic change though. It, it was it was a weird step to see. I didn't expect it, but uh, you know, I guess he believes that Usek has his number no matter what. Um, with with his old corner, so I guess he's really trying to uh, he's trying to come through with a big victory here by changing up his whole team. Is what it is. Interesting. Have his any quotes from his coaches, some of his old coaches? Um, no. You know what? I didn't even. I didn't even look. I, I wasn't really. I wasn't really interested. Yeah, in I'm not too sure whether Rob McCracken's been vocal about the issue or not. Um, also, I also know he's retaining uh, Angel uh, Fernandez as part of his team. You'll probably remember a couple of months ago. Well, it may have been a couple of months ago, maybe about three or four months ago, he announced Angel Fernandez as his head coach, effectively promoting him from assistant to head coach. And then now he's brought in um, Robert Garcia. I don't know what AJ is thinking. Um, it's, it's kind of almost undermined Angel Fernandez already before the fight's kicked off. I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Um, what happens uh, in July, early Wait, August? Is there a schedule for that fight yet? Date for what I mean? Uh, it was going to be July 23rd, but it's probably going to be put back a week or a fortnight or maybe even a month. Speaking of scheduled fights, I just uh, I hope this is more true than just uh, rumor or speculation, but uh, Crawford and, and um, oh, October. Close to, yeah, you heard it too. Oh, yeah, October in Vegas. Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> I might just book my ticket, man. I might just book my ticket. Oh, yeah. Um, but joking aside, man, that, that's that's the fight that for me, that's immense boxing. I think that's yes. a big second biggest fight there is. Yeah, yeah. And that one's scheduled for what What day? Uh, October, October allegedly. Allegedly, October. Eh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. That's going to be a great one. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm super excited for that. Yeah. Yay! We got something to look forward to in the fall, folks. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. That for, your, for the record, I'm going for Spence. Yeah, I mean, I like both guys equally, like equally, but I just think Spence has the slight up, uh, slight edge. So I'm gonna go. With yeah, Spence. yeah, yeah. I would agree. We come on, guys. We don't have to sugarcoat it. We all know Spence has has the edge. Come on, <laughs> let's be real. Let's be real, man. Do yeah. I have to hype you up for this fight too? No, listen. Hey, Crawford was the only person. Crawford was the only person to stop Porter, right? He create, even Porter, you know, Porter hurt Spence later on in, in the later rounds. Yeah, Crawford true. stopped him. True. Know, so. Um, true, and but. 
Crawford was vulnerable. He got hurt off Kavlyowskis. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, that's what I said. He got hurt by Gamboa. Crawford got hurt by Gamboa, who was like came up. Yeah, yeah. He got hurt by Gamboa as well. And so. and for me, Spence, um, Spence is is bigger and stronger than those guys. Yeah. Um, and for me, Crawford gets into the zone when he switches stance to southpaw. And um, I think Spence has already got a tailor tailor plan for that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think it's gonna be a great fight, man. I'm I'm super excited for this one. Hopefully, it gets underway by October. I can't mm. wait. I don't want to wait a whole a whole other year to see this one. <laughs> well, guys, I think uh, I think we've touched on all the boxing for the weekend and early in the week. So I think we uh, we should get out of here. Um, Ray, always a pleasure, brother. Uh, why don't you shout out and let all the people know where they can find you, brother? Yeah, guys, uh, I've I've gotten I'm on a I'm on a channel called Between the Ropes TV. Um, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, we're similar to the set setup you guys got here at Talk and Fight. Uh, we do interviews. Um, we started going to we starting going to go to actual fights and get some footage from fights. Um, we're going to be interviewing boxers backstage. Um, we are we've got our own. Um, uh, shows where we, we we're reviewing fights and previewing fights um but um tomorrow i don't know how it works i think we're five hours ahead of you uh yeah sort of uh, ahead of you so tomorrow night for the joe cordina fight we're doing a live watch along that's going to okay. be at half past nine uk time so if you That'll do be your 130 130 eastern standard time yeah yeah 130 eastern time so just find us on the channel click the link and you can watch us live and we'll, we'll be you know doing our show whilst we're, you know myself josh and scott and um, my co-presenters are going to be um watching the fights so uh, um on on the zone um so it's, it's 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 real good it's real picking up getting a lot of views um getting, getting a lot of subs so it's, we're doing really really well so guys give it give us a, a like uh subscribe and and give us a watch on between the ropes tv Excellent. You heard it there, man. Ray, Between the Ropes TV, check them out tomorrow. Do the watch along, 1.30 Eastern time. Cedric, it's always a pleasure, man. Loving it. You're back in the den where you belong. <laughs> Instead of out on the bike, on the streets, out in public. <laughs> to all the Talk and Fight fans, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Friday Night Panel. If you haven't yet, hit up Talk and Fight. Hit that subscribe, like, and share. Tell all your friends. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. New topics. Peace.